This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, everybody, welcome to the brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with my man, Tyler Smith. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, it's going to be a good show today. We got Dakota Cochran who is fresh off his victory over Johnny Hendricks. He fought him, I think, at 30 pounds heavier and knocked out Johnny Hendricks in bare-knuckle boxing. I'm going to talk to him about that. That is incredible. That's not something that anyone was... Took the fight on one day notice and like knocked out the former UFC champion, uh, Johnny Hendricks. So we're going to talk to him. And Adam Townsend, who is a guy that... Uh, he's a guy He's 20 and 4, never been stopped... He retired like three times already, and he's fighting in, uh, in the Brave organization, which I think is paying really well. We talked about Bubba Jenkins is in Brave, and a lot yeah. of guys are going over to Brave. Um, the, 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 most of the fights, I think, are in Bahrain or Dubai or Abu Dhabi. Or, the A-Rab money, man. Yeah, there's some, some, right, exactly. Uh, so uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal. In California, you could just go to any dispensary if you want. However, why do that? When you can have it delivered right to you. You get pizza delivered. You get uh, food delivered. Okay, everyone's busy. I'm busy. You're busy. And dispensaries, you get out of You have to go there and then park and use gas. And then you get there and they have these hot bud tenders, which is good. But then they're like, hey, try this, try that. It's becoming like a Walmart now. You spend hours waiting all day long. Your entire day is now. And then the cops are waiting outside because they know that you're trying out this marijuana. And then, boom, you get pulled over. And now you got a DUI for $25,000 and your whole career and life is ruined okay why do that okay just get stuff delivered to you you can get marijuana you get cbd you get uh every anything you need okay thc sex lube okay my wife and i are still not using that because she's breastfeeding but once she's done breastfeeding boom it's on okay we i am using that like crazy we're getting high and i'm having sex i mean how much higher can you possibly get uh i recommend speedweed uh they're great people they sponsor fighters they're good people and they also they got cbd oil if you're not into marijuana you just want to rub the cbd on you you're hurt you're that you need recovery cbd is like the best kept secret of the world um and people are finding out about it and it's, it's helping out a lot so go to speedweed.com follow them at speedweed speedweed mention roasted you get ten dollars off a hundred dollars or more now Tyler, first of all, so if you guys don't know Tyler Smith, he's a buddy of mine. I met him through this kid I used to coach named Ryan, a middle school kid that I used to coach and who's a great guy. He's just a super sweet kid. And now he's in college and he helps coach, which is weird seeing a kid from 13 to, to 20 and he's helping me coach. Yeah, and yeah. I was going away all the time and I'm like, I'm coaching this wrestling team, but I'm on the road. I'm trying to juggle 25 things. And I'm like, I need another coach here, man. It's just, they got these kids that want to wrestle. And he's like, I got a friend named Tyler. So in comes Tyler, uh, who I, at that point, I think it was like two years ago, you didn't know much. You knew some wrestling, yeah, last, but, yeah, but last year, primarily last a, year. a jiu-jitsu guy. And getting to know you, man, you're one of the best people I've ever met. I, I'm, I'm waiting to find out that Thanks, you have man. like dead bodies in your backyard or something. I already told you they're not in the backyard. Because uh, well, between you're... Between L.A. and Vegas. You're so good with coaching. You're a Marine. Uh, you're a nice guy. And you're a fighter, and you're a badass. You're a brown belt, right? Brown belt and jujitsu. Brown yeah. jitsu. And you were supposed to have a fight this Saturday. Yeah, tomorrow, Friday. It was supposed to be tomorrow night. Tomorrow in San night, San Diego. Friday, San Diego. What happened? 
Um, what the what the promoter told us was that my opponent's coach looked me up and then called and pulled him out of the fight. All right, so I let's okay, let's no talk details. about this. So you okay? <laughs> so your first fight didn't go well. We talked about that. It was an eight second knockout. Six. Six. Uh, sorry, you even go lower. <laughs> you went out there. You you had no real t- combat training. You were a, a blue belt at the time. Yeah, I was a brand new blue belt. I had been I had been training stand up for less than a year and. I think I just didn't have the mindset of like, okay, this is a fight. This isn't sparring. So I went out there and just like uh, stuck my hand out there like you would in, a, in, in you know, Thursday afternoon sparring. Like, oh, I'll paw at him. And the guy just so you threw a lazy jab, my hand, overhand and, right, and cracked me with overhand right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, you, was it a good stoppage or were you still? It was a good stoppage. I was, I was fighting, but, you know, I was, I was. I was not fighting. My body was, was okay. fighting for me. Next fight you had so, went the distance. Next fight I had went the distance. Guy named Edward Hyman um, beat the crap out of me. Uh, so I lost the decision. He was but a wrestler? It was good. No, he was a Muay Thai guy. He was a pure, like a pure Muay Thai guy. So he was slamming me with, with knees to the body and probably threw 25 head kicks that you know I blocked, but my elbow was... No, it's funny though. It's it funny though be. because like I, I'm, I'm always motivating the wrestling kids. I'm like, guys, this guy's a pro fighter. He has a zero in his record. I don't say the zero is the win, but 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 you're always laughing at that. You're you. you all right, so this one. So now you were retired. You you said I'm done. Yeah, I you know I was never doing it to like be in the UFC. You know, it was it was like in the back of my head, like oh maybe I could make this a career, but. You know, push comes to shove. For me, it wasn't worth taking the damage. How old are you? I'm 32 now. 32. But then all of a sudden, you're like, I'm getting the itch. Yeah. I'm getting the itch. I started getting the itch. So I talked to I talked to uh, my sensei, my jujitsu, my jujitsu coach, and I talked to my uh, MMA coach over at, at the gym that I teach at in Venice. And um, they both said, you know what? Like fuck it. If you I know your ears it, popping up it. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Started getting collied on the on the the one that and I you're, thought like, was and done you're already. Cauliflower has cauliflower <laughs> yeah, now. My it's like, has collied. <laughs> disgusting. So, so all right now now you got the itch. So now you, you well how much what do you walk around at? I usually walk around about one eighty. So you and this fight was going to be at originally it was scheduled for one seventy. Uh, that guy pulled out, so they found a replacement at one seventy five catch weight. And then this guy just yesterday pulled out. Ah, oh, so um, now you got two guys pull out. Yeah. Okay. So I've had two two pullouts. Um, so is this fight is this fight going to happen? Th- no, this one isn't. We told them if we can find another guy at 175, I'll you know. But isn't get that it going, dangerous? And they couldn't. Um, so you know, not on them. This is just how the how the this is amateur. Is it's amateur. Yeah, it's amateur. I'm not. Is with, with headgear? No headgear. So it's it's uh, little gloves and shin guards. Little go now. How much hard sparring did you go? Did you do for this one? Not too much, really hard sparring. We probably had a good, good three hard sparring sessions. Most of it was um, we put the little gloves on and just do timing. You know, like timing drills, um, getting the heart rate up. A lot of wrestling, a lot of cage work, because um, that's you know that's but you, my game. But, but you I cut mean, fifteen a, pounds for this. I cut. About ten, yeah. I would have had to drop the last couple pounds tomorrow. Uh, all right, all right. So okay, so, but it wasn't a bad cut, you know. I mean, I was eating. I was still eating Halloween candy, and you and, weren't angry. And, no. I, I could tell, like you weren't. I can tell, like when I used to cut weight, like I would do cut it horrible in college wrestling. I would cut <laughs> eighteen pounds in a week oh, by yeah. my Monday. See, I have done that. I I I did that for for my last fight. I did twenty pounds in a week, and it was just it. 
you're I miserable. Hated myself. You, you. I mean, people. I, I knew it was time for me to stop wrestling, which I wish I hadn't stopped. But when somebody would bump into me at like a party, yeah, and I'd want to murder and, that yeah. person, <laughs> like yes, I, I mean, and you just like you really are like a trained animal, a trained pit bull for yeah. pit bull fights, which is terrible. Pit bull fights. I'm not. I'm not saying. But when you, what they do is they starve these fucking animals and they yeah. go fight, and that's what you're doing to yourself in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. the wrong way. The, like, the wrong way. The wrong way. And that's the thing. Like if. It kind of gives you that competitive edge a little bit because you're so pissed off by the time you you fight, you're ready. Um, but at the same time, you're dra- you know you're draining yourself, so you're not going in there 100. percent I don't care, especially on a same day weigh in. There's no way. No, you're oh, just yeah. not re- you're not rehydrated enough. Your body is not ready to to be fighting 12 hours after a, even a three pound you know water loss. No, I wanted to murder people, and and, and then I I was like, but now as a coach. Kids ask me all the time, hey, should I cut weight? No. no. I go, you're eating healthy, no. especially middle school kids. Now, oh, yeah. we, we have a coach that we go up against that has their kids cut weight <laughs> in middle school. And I'm like, what? And then they, the kids, by the time they get to high school, don't want to wrestle anymore. Yeah. Uh, of course, because you don't, your kids are 10, 11, and 12. Oh, I just have them run a little bit. No, no. Yeah. First of all, if you can't beat a kid two pounds heavier than you, eh, Come right. On. What are, what, yeah. are, what are we yeah. doing here? It's not like it's not like the advantage is that big. If you're, well, you I could mean, give a kid ten pounds in middle school, it's not going to make a difference. Well, it really, so. I mean, it, it won't. You yeah. know, it's, it's a horrible. So, but and now they're that school. I'm not going to name it. Is now poaching our coaches. They're going up to. They're trying to take. Our, they offered one of our coaches like ten times what we're paying them, which I'm not paying them. The school is. I'm like, really? This is what Are you, you got, serious? Yeah, Aldo. Oh my god! They're, no they, way. They're trying to take Aldo. They tried to take. They, they had him come in for a That's meeting. Hilarious. I, I'm like, what? Real? You can't. In the middle of the season. I could see off season if you're gonna offer. Yeah, sure. You can't take a coach. I mean, he knows what we're teaching them, and then I don't even care because wrestling is one of those sports where it's not like. I don't know. I think MMA, you know, I, MMA, you can, there's options, options. And I think that wrestling, you're either going to get singled, doubled, <laughs> snap down. And that's and unless it. Like, a kid that's has it. a super tricky move. Like, like he's the king of the splatel right. and, and you're teaching him how to get out of that splatel. You're not really giving the kids like one coach can go somewhere else. And I, 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 I assume we're all pretty much teaching the same moves is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. It's not like, like Cowboy Cerrone, who fought last week, was pissed because he's like, well, Mike Perry, they're teaching them what I'm going to do. And, and, and he, he still right. won. Right. But, but I could see why he's like, okay, well, he has this combination, and then he goes for that, and then he goes for that. Right. And I could see why that would be annoying. Yeah, that, I mean, but that's a compl- like taking a, taking a fighter to a, diff, to a camp that one fighter was already at. Yeah, is not even the same as bringing a, a different coach. Like, right? What's he gonna do? Go out there? To, oh, this is what we were telling him. And right, and that's the thing no, with wrestling. Teach I mean, wrestling. And, and also, it's one of those things where wrestling, like, like even my, my senior year, like everyone knew, like I was gonna go for that outside single. I hit it, right. on, but you're not gonna stop it. I mean, yeah. I, but for the most part, you know, if you get your wrestling up to that level, then it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Jordan Burroughs. Yeah. Blast up. What's he going to do? He's going to blast W. Yeah, Jordan Burroughs is going to all of a sudden becoming, uh, he's going to stop shooting takedowns no. at, at a certain level. So, yeah, 100%. One of the, my favorite moments ever, Tyler, was when we were coaching. And there was, we have a kid from Chechnya who, who I love the kid. He's one of my favorite kids I've ever met in my life. And I got nothing really but respect is. for this kid. But 
We were fight the he was refing. He was in a match, and I was yelling at the ref. The re, I thought we had a biased ref. Basically, there was a kid that kept pulling our kid's headgear down, and the ref was never calling it. And then he was calling stalling points on our kid because our kid kept looking at the clock. Granted, our kid should not have been looking at the clock, but that's not stalling. That's not stalling unless no. you're stalling. Looking at the clock is not stalling. Looking but, at the clock and moving forward. Yeah, right. <laughs> like so, I so the ref was yelling at our kid who didn't speak English. And you ran onto the middle of the mat and go, he doesn't fucking speak English. <laughs> and I was like, and I, and I had to like hold you back. But at the same time, I was so proud that you're my coach and that I work with you. I'm like, this is my guy. This yeah, is my, man. Yeah, no, it's great. No, it's great. I'll get thrown out of a middle school wrestling meet. Oh, it's, 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 it's so funny. I mean, there's literally three teams in our league. And like I was my, my wife, uh, we were talking the other day to like one of the people in charge. She was like, well, we got to check the Constitution and this and I'm like, I can't believe there's a constitution for middle school wrestling. <laughs> like, I know. It, it's really it's ridiculous. Is, it really well, is like best the, in show. It's where we are, too. You yeah, know? right. You have, to, you have to remember the air, the the schools that we're wrestling against. That, well, that's also the thing is that, you know, people don't realize that wrestling is so big in like Iowa, Ohio, certain parts of the world. But in Southern California, a lot of schools don't have wrestling. No. In fact, we have two kids on our team this year who one of the Chechnya kid, another kid that I let practice with us and they can't wrestle in our tournament, which sucks, but they're going to wrestle matches if we don't count the points because their schools don't have wrestling. Right. Uh, I mean, you'd be hard to find a school in Fresno in that middle of California that doesn't have a wrestling right. team. But for some reason, Southern California, and it's such a stupid thing because it is literally the cheapest sport you could find. You need a mat. And, and that's it. That's it. You shoes. don't need football pads or a lacrosse pad team or hockey. I mean, there's teams that have a water polo team, not a wrestling team. You got to build a pool for that. You know, <laughs> it's just it's it's insane. But uh, so let's talk about you. So the last time we, you were on the show, uh, we were trying to get you uh, set up with Jessica. I uh, that was your girl. Now, since then, you got back with your ex. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, if you remember, if, if people she was remember, interested, by the way. We, uh, just guy. Yeah. Oh, well. I think, I, I think I, I sent her the wrong up. picture. I sent her some cool pictures of you. And I, said, <laughs> and I had to view with like a visor and like a fanny pack. That was probably not the oh, picture. Oh, yeah. 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 To send. The best one. Okay. Um, no, we actually, I, 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 you know, I'll comment on, on a story every now and then. She like writes me back. So, you know, okay. We so. know who, we know who we are. Right. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I went to that wedding in, in Italy. Right. With who your ex girlfriend, my said, ex said, Hey, I, I need a wedding date. I'm right. going to call you. Needed a wedding date. She's going to call me. Or she called me. Initially, I said no. Um, but her, her parents wanted me to go with her to, to protect her and stuff. They didn't want, wow. they didn't want like a... Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You're a what Marine. Was it? Le- Liam, you, you the Liam Neeson fighting. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, taken. Taken. They didn't want a taken situation. So, uh, so I ended up going with her. And it was... It was a 10-day trip. We did Italy for the wedding, and then we went to visit her family in Sweden. Nine days was fighting and arguing, and we were pissed off at each other, hated each other. In Italy? Couldn't, yeah, in Italy. Couldn't, like, it would be good for the first couple hours of the day, and by, like, noon, we were just, like... And what are you fighting over? Just nothing. Just having to be around each other. Right. Um, But she invited you. Exactly. And her parents paid the flight? Yeah, they paid. Okay. They did, which was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Richard and Allison. Um, but yeah, I think I think we both knew it was just like we were both being being a little stubborn. Because you like, had how long did you go we, out for? We were dating for about a year. Okay, and then we had been broken up for 
Although my wife's in the room months. right now, I, I know that she's going, if my parents paid the semi extra, <laughs> like I would never, I, I, I already know the conversation we're going to have in two hours. Like, like, all right, but go on. So, uh, yeah, so we, um, we, we fought and bickered and it was just like, you know, I think, I think we were both in a place where we thought we were having like the, the only we were having those kinds of issues and oh nobody has ever gone through this before and we were both calling our parents and calling our friends and they're all like yeah well yeah that's that's how couples are like okay that sounds pretty normal so get over it and just get back together already and uh and we did so day 10 we we had some long overdue makeup sex and wow so that's sometimes it's like that we're like (laughs) i I, i've i've been in relationships where someone like someone gets you so fucking angry but you can sort of like turn it the other way yeah. or you don't. Where you're just like, this is not, right. this is not now, but, but your life, like I follow your life on Instagram and like one day you're in the desert and, and then <laughs> the next day you're like f- camping and, and then you're like riding horses and then you're at wrestling practice. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what is go like? I'm trying to get that life experience, man. It's it's for me. Like I spent a lot of time, especially like being in the military and then I worked odd jobs, restaurants and construction and just like, okay, I'm going to work really hard and save money. And, and I realized I didn't have a life. Like I was missing jujitsu yeah, to yeah. work. I'm like, the, the reason I'm working is so that I can have money to pay for jujitsu, not the, not the other way around. Right. I'd rather be broke and be able to go out and have these experiences than just make a bunch of money. So I just decided to do that. Right. So it's like, I'm going to go camping as much as possible, get out of LA as much as possible. Cause this place is a of course no I, I, I no you're you're definitely like <laughs> you're definitely one of those guys that I'm like man this dude uh you like I remember talking to you like, I was talking about there was some guy that I said that we were talking about somebody I forgot who it was and he was like yeah you know he was living the rat race and, and doing this and doing that and then he just realized he wasn't happy just be careful he might bite you he, he wasn't happy and then he just gave it all up and he's just training and doing jujitsu or doing this and you're like man I kind of went through the same thing where like and I was telling my friend Brian that my friend Brian was like he's you know training for a wrestling tournament. He's forty years old during a wrestling nice. tournament. He's a comedian. Awesome. And he's like, man, I can't help but think about how many wrong turns I made in my life. He's like, I, I don't, I'm not working that much, and I'm doing this and that. My friends are rich. I'm like, Brian, look, man, a, a lot of those guys out there that you assume because they have money, they're on their second divorce, third divorce. Right. It's like a lot right. of times people. They have a deadline for everything, mm-hmm. and if you're if you're young and listening to this, okay, you know I was like that. I was I was in college one day, and I was looking around, and I was at a frat party, and I, and I was thinking to myself, man, I'm in a race I don't want to be in right now. Like I didn't I don't want to be in this race, okay, where it's all about making money and, I, and I'm competing against my, my friends who could have the best job, but I don't really care about this job. I don't care. I don't want to work on wall street. Right. They I was at Binghamton. It was a really, really good school. And I was there cause I got a wrestling scholarship basically. And even though it was D three, they don't officially give scholarships. Yeah, I was whatever. there for wrestling, you know, but I was there and I'm like, man, I don't want to be one of these people. And, and they're casting right. their life. They're putting deadlines on everything. Yeah. They're like, yeah. okay, by 18, I got to graduate, or 21, graduate college. By 23, I got to get a job. By 27, I got to get married. By, yeah, but by 30, it's, I got to have a family. Whose rules are those? Those aren't your rules. Those are the rules that we grew up hearing. This is like this is when you should do this, and this is how you do, it, and this is how you live your life as a modern day, you know, whatever. And it's just like, 
and now what if I don't want to do that? And now I'm looking at now I'm yeah, and now I'm looking at these people. They're 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 out of shape. They're uh they're on their second or third marriage. Their their highlight of their fucking week is fantasy football. Uh-huh. Okay, they're going to a bar every Sunday with their friends because this is what they were told to do. Right. And and I go, Brian, they're looking at your life, going, you're Damn. doing comedy. Yeah. Okay, you're making people happy. You're training for a wrestling tournament at 40, which is something you want to do. Right. Okay, these guys couldn't even attempt to do that if they, right. if they fucking want to. I'm like, don't just because there's a there's a, a value on it, a money because they're doing better monetarily. It really doesn't mean that fucking much in the end because yeah. what are we making money for? Yeah. We're making money, uh, we're making money because we want to be quote unquote happy. Okay. Well, right. don't, don't settle is what I'm trying to tell you guys. Listen, don't, don't, don't get married because you feel like you have to get married because you're going to get fucking divorced. And then you're going to have a kid that fucking Amen. doesn't like you. And he's going to, and then he's going to grow up in a fucked up relationship. Like, oh, I he's going to start fighting MMA. I was 40 years old when I got <laughs> married. You know, my, a lot of my yeah. friends are, I mean, and I, and I picked, I was ready to get married. Right. I wasn't ready five years ago when right. I, was, I was on a cruise ship last week yeah. five years ago i was walking on cruise ships you know oh look at that i, was, I wasn't ready i was but now i'm on a cruise ship reading books you know <laughs> and 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 my family shows a lot fucking better than it was because i didn't have a family and i'm not saying look at me as as i'm not trying to be a martyr or say that i'm better than anybody i'm just saying that don't don't go into someone else's fucking board game Okay. Yes. Somebody else's. If that's what they want to yes. do, great. But I, yes. I, a lot of my friends that I went to college with uh, went into Wall Street because they, that's what their parents wanted them to do, and their parents told them to do. And you better do this. You better do that. You better do that. Better that. And you're just like, whose life is that? Yeah. Whose life is that? So yeah, I, I look at someone. Scarce. I look at someone like you, Tyler, and I'm like, there's a guy. You you coach kids. You coach jujitsu. You you. you Love your life. You're living it to the fullest, man. I respect that. You're fighting. Yep. You're. Fi- I don't know. I don't know who you're fighting, or no one wants to fight you. But but <laughs> but you are. Fi- and I and look. First of all, look. By the way, if your coach takes you out of a fight where the guy's zero and two, maybe well, you shouldn't be fighting. T- so they, according to Camo, here's the problem. The there's Camo, which is like the governing body for the amateur MMA in California. I don't have a record with them. My my first fight was in Reno. So it was just there wasn't there's no record for that. And then my second one was at Gladiator Challenge at Saboba. I don't even think the commission was there that uh, day. Okay. So. so technically I don't have a record. Right. But I've been registered with Camo since two thousand ten. So they probably look at that, find something on social media that's like, Oh, this guy's been registered for eight years, nine years, and he's been training that whole time. Like, fuck that. No, how so many I get it, but now, how many how Whatever. many pros are you training with? Uh, at the moment, none. We don't have any pros at our gym. Um, now, why not go to a Black House or um, a syndicate, uh, one of those places? I could. That- I mean, we have um, uh, connections at, at other gyms. Fight Science with with uh, Ian. Yeah, you know, we have like those guys. Um, but why not test your skills to see how you do? Because I, I would assume I, I would mean, love to. I mean, I I was I'm I was trying to set up set up sparring sessions and stuff it just you know timing didn't work out and because i mean have, have i look at you I, look, I mean too, you but. punch really hard you kick really good i'm watching the videos i'm like your wrestling's good your jiu-jitsu is amazing now how hard was it to because i know that you're a brown belt in gi mm-hmm. how hard was it to make the transition to no gi it's not hard at all i mean i don't i don't the people that say that the gi has no use in real life situation or even in mma are are crazy because what it does it slows 
everything down. So you have to be technical. You have to be technical to get out of positions. Now, when you throw the, the or take the gi off, it takes away some of those grips, but you still have the control. If you understand like, okay, I can't grab a sleeve or a collar. I have to get a collar tie and grab his wrist. It's the same thing. Right. Or use body locks. And now I'm slippery. So all that technical stuff that I would have been able to, to take my time and slowly get out of stuff, boom, it's, it's done. So if you have a decent top game in the gi, you're going to dominate. In those now, how, how, how has your wrestling improved? Even just from because it's funny because like, you know, I put up these middle school videos and like people tell me all the time, like, bro, I watch your videos before jujitsu. I've had pro fighters say I watch your videos. And I'm like, really? That was not the intent at all. Uh, I mean, but, but then I think, you know what? That makes a lot of sense because a lot of times people hop into MMA yeah. classes or jiu class with zero wrestling experience. Yeah. And I'm, tr- I'm teaching at a very fundamental. I mean, I'm talking about bet wrestling 101. Yeah. But I think that people skip that. They do. They do. I mean, you know, coming from a pure jiu-jitsu background, we learn a double, a quote-unquote double leg takedown and a single leg takedown. Until I started really like actually watching wrestling a couple years ago and and helping coach, I realized I was doing everything wrong. I was coming in straight up. I, I was shooting from too far out. I wasn't using snap downs. I wasn't using tie-up, you know, none of that stuff. It was just throw a jab and launch into their legs and hope you hope you make it. You know, instead yeah. of actually changing levels and using head like and I and I honestly think that basics. like I, I and the basics win. And I think same they with do. same with jujitsu. I mean, look, I'm all for tenth planet and and I, I'm all for like a guy like I think Gary Tonin's gonna fucking murder people. Oh my god. But not but <laughs> nine out of ten times when I watch a submission, it's a rear naked choke. Yeah. It's an arm bar or, yeah. or it's a triangle. Yeah. I mean, once in a while you'll see Basics. a guy pull off a go-go plata or something that's you're like, holy shit. But a lot of times it just seems basics win matches. I tell my students, all my, especially white belt students, brand new, you know, under six months, I try to reinforce that I use all the same stuff that you're going to learn in the next six months. Yeah. Those are the only submissions I use. The difference is I just know when and how to use them. Right. That's that's what jujitsu is. It's the same moves. You're learning everything you're going to need to know in the first year. And then the next lifetime is learning how to perfect it and use it against different body types. That's what I, I do. Th- I wish jujitsu classes. I'm going to go back to classes. Um, is that uh, I wish jujitsu classes would teach more. Because, like, you know how wrestling, we go over singles every fucking day. Yeah. And, you do, and then um, doubles every day. Right. And then um, sometimes, like, you know, not to, not so that the kids don't get super, so bored, I'll throw in, here's a crazy move. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. well, you know, and then, of course, they want to do that every time. But I wish you just do sometimes, we just go over, all right, arm bars every day, um, triangles every day, and well, then slowly get into some vaporizers. There or should you know? be, so, like, we have, we have at, at um, my academy, Revolution Martial Arts in Culver City. Um, we have six o'clock is fundamentals, seven fifteen is advanced. So fundamentals class is always going to be 
close guard, collar choke, arm bar, triangle, Kimura. Yeah, and that's what I need. Mount, collar choke, I arm feel, bar, I just, I just feel Kimura, like for me, you know? like, like especially with my schedule, because being on the road all the time, and not, I, I would hop into like, all right, here's a nine-point sweep. Right. from the, And I'm like, <laughs> this is great, but like... Uh, Anyway, we could just go over arm triangles for the next like yeah, six yeah, hours, exactly. and like, oh, don't worry, they're like, you can, you'll get that. I'm like, yeah, but I, I know maybe I'll can pick it up. It now? Maybe I'll pick it up the nine in the nine point sweep, the arm triangle. But let's just go right to the arm triangle, uh, you know. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, some people. I mean, like, maybe like I'm not running a jujitsu gym, and so maybe, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But I just know with wrestling, I feel like that's why it's sometimes people have such a hard time with wrestlers, mm -hmm. and that is because. Um, they just go over the same shit. It's second nature. Yeah, right. It's second nature. They know once they feel, once they see that knee coming down, I'm going to sprawl. Yeah. I'm not going to wait for your head to be in on me and then like, oh shit, you're trying to take me down. Let me sprawl. It's automatic. Oh, and, and I you also know? think that Jesus classes should teach takedowns because a we lot do. of times, hey, what's going on? What? Is this Adam what Town? Up, Adam, how are you? You're on the MA Roasted Podcast. It's me and Tyler Smith. How's it going, buddy? What's up, man? How are y'all doing today? We're doing good, man. I like that accent. Tennessee, right? You damn right. Hey, man, dude, listen. So I was looking over your your record, man. You might be yeah. the best kept secret in the history of MMA. Bro, you ain't lying. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, you're twenty and five. Uh, by the way, yep. this is Adam Townsend. You've never been submitted, or 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 finished, or even finished. So, never. And how many? And how many of those losses uh, were close, or that you could have could could have went your way? Every one of them was, you know, in my opinion, the only the only I thought one fight should have been should have been scored a draw when I fought Arby over in Austria. Uh, he got a I won the second round. He won the third round, and he got a point taken from him in the first round. I thought that fight should have been a draw, and I think another fight should have been a loss on me. It was close, but I still think I lost. And now the other ones are split decisions, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. they're just kind of hometown bullshit, you know what I mean? And I'm looking at your wins over Yuri Velafort. You have a win over Junior Asuncio. I mean, these yeah. are, these, you're not fighting guys – uh, you know, a bunch of bombs. Uh, you're, you're, you're fight. No. You're fighting. I mean, Junior Sancio. He got a knee injury, right? So what? What? What happened there? Uh, well, he come out and he was throwing, uh, throwing some kicks and stuff like that. And I was, you know, picking up on the the timing of them. And uh, I checked one of his kicks and hurt his knee and uh, finished the fight. You know what I mean? So oh. it's kind of like a not really to the extent of an Anderson Silva versus uh, Weidman, but you know, something similar to that. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, I went over Marcus Edwards. That was that. That might have been the only fight you ever been hurt in, right? Because that he he did rock you in the beginning, but then you came back and finished him. Yeah, well, you know, I hurt. I broke my damn ribs like a week before in Colorado, and you know, as soon as that shit, as soon as he hit me with a head kick, dude, and I just felt my rib just mess up. And the whole rest of that time, when he was beating my face in, I was just trying to get my rib back in place. And then you know, I dominated the fight after that. But you know, he was a. He, he come out swinging. That's for damn sure. No, that dude. He's a he's a fun fighter. If anyone ever never seen Marcus Edwards yeah. fights, that guy he goes for the kill every yeah. time. Um, yeah, now, 100%. Now, did you wait? Did you actually pop your rib back in place during the fight? Several times. Yeah, they was uh they oh. they they'd come out, you know, and and uh, it, it was kind of like the cartilage was moving around inside of there, which is really a uh, which is really just a uh, an unfortunate thing for me. Uh, so I mean, but here you are, and then you know, 
you're, you're 20 and 5. Have, have you ever got called up to Bellator or the UFC or PFL? The, yeah, PFL, I've actually talked to them a lot here recently. Uh, and, you know, I was I fought for ACB three times, and, and I just signed with Brave FC. Uh, all these other promotions, man, just ain't want to give me no money. Uh, UFC, uh, Sean Shelby has never, ever been interested in me for whatever reason that is. Uh, Joe Silva, back in the day, he brought me out to the Ultimate Fighter, uh, had me on all that, put me through all the week in Vegas, put me through uh, – uh, all the medicals and all that stuff, and they sent me a plane ticket telling me, you know, I was going to be on the McGregor versus Faber season. Um, like two days before that, uh, the plane was supposed to take off. They called me. They're like, I've been training for the fight. I just beat Yuri. I've been training for another fight. And they're like, yeah, you're an alternate now. Uh, we canceled your ticket. Just stay ready. And that's I messaged him like five times saying, hey, what the fuck, and never got an answer back. So I don't know what the deal was with that. I know what the deal was. It was the, some of the guys that got sent home early in that week in Vegas, you know, a month or two before that. Uh, I saw them on the show because they was at MMA Lab and, and uh, Jackson Wink and, and uh, uh, Matt Sarah's gym. And that's just been my biggest problem. Now. I've never had them hookups, and I just don't kiss no ass. You know, I do my own thing and never had a manager, never done none of that shit. I've always made my own career and made my own self, you know. So, I mean – I mean, which is which is pretty awesome. I mean, but you have been because you're a pretty big de- in, in Tennessee. You're like the the man, right? I mean, you, you right, yeah. So I mean, have you have you been making a good living, kind of being the big fish in a, in a small pond? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, since I time with uh, since, since really I fought uh, Junior, you know, I've made really good money, uh, and ACB was paying UFC money, so. You know, I've been making good ass money. I, the sponsors really hasn't been that great for me because I just have local sponsors. Um, but other than that, you know, I've, I've made a, a hell of a lot more money than ninety five percent of the pro fighters can say they have. You know what I mean? So, right. Right. I, right. I just don't know what the deal is. Hopefully, I'm actually flying to uh, New Jersey tonight uh, to watch my buddy Dustin. He's he's fighting up there on Ring of Combat, and uh, Dana White's going to be up there. And hopefully, I just get a chance to say, "Hey, what's up? You know who the fuck I am or not?" <laughs> <laughs> Say it just like that. Um, I mean, it seems like yeah. you got a great personality. I mean, and you've won. I'm looking at your fights right now. You've won one, two, three, four, five. You've won six out of your last seven. Uh, yeah. I mean, and with a one loss coming to, like you said, in, in Austria at ACB, which could have yeah. went could have went your way too. Um, you have retired yeah. a couple times, but then you come out of retirement. Well, what happens there? I've, well, I retired once, and the only reason I've done that, I mean. At the at the end of the day, like I'm kind of over fighting, I guess you could say, in in a sense. But you know, there's money to be made for me. Like I guess my my goal of the UFC has kind of went away. Um, but I retired to run for office here in in, in uh, Carter County. End up losing the election to a big name guy, which I knew it was going to be hard to beat him from the jump. But still, yet I put my name out there. I got out there and done it. You know, there's not many people that even run for office, much less you know, much less that they won or even come close. And I you know I done well to to be a you know, a redneck ass fighter from from up here in the sticks that that you know the people didn't really want to you know have in office because they know I but you know you know how politics are they want people in there that they can tell what to do and all that stuff and they knew that wouldn't be the type of person I would be in. Do you think so, do you think maybe your yeah. neck tattoo scared people? Yeah, I think you know tattoos and just me being young and stuff like that. You know, it's it's you know it's it, it is what it is. You know, they're looking for some fifty year old dude out there to. Uh, or a forty-year-old dude out there to, to listen to everything they say and go along with the program, and go along with the flow. You know. Did you run as a Republican or Democrat? 
oh, bro, this is my county is nothing. It, it, we didn't even have a Democratic ballot. In the primary election, we had to run in the primary, and we all had to run. I mean, there was three people that ran, and we all ran as Republicans, and nobody was even in the Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so, that's awesome. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. So it was just a matter of who was we more Republican. <laughs> yes. Got it. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it's insane like that we don't have a, a Democratic party on here. You know, now, but, now, when I called, uh, I first got your answer machine. It was some kind of plumbing supply. Do you want a plumbing company? Yes. You want a plumbing company also? Yeah, so that's what I've uh, that's what I branched off, man. It's booming. Like I'm just I'm literally booked up till you know a, a week in advance, and uh, I decided to start being. Uh, you know, I've been plumbing for a long time. Started my open mall business. My name's out there, and it's it's worked out super super well for me. So I'm really pumped to you know have, have be as blessed as I am with just kind of you know having a name. And then that name, you know, just from fighting, just getting me other places, you know. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Now, now, is it ever is a hard? Now, are you the one like physically having to go look at someone's toilet and unclog it? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's me. I mean, I'm going out and working every day. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, uh, you know, it, it's crazy because when I was growing up, dude, I thought I was going to be some kind of doctor, lawyer, or some bullshit like that. And then like after I started doing construction work and things like that, I was like, you know, this is. I like being outside. I like doing hands-on work. Like that's how my mind works. So I, I can't be one of these people. If I'd have won that office job, I'd have fucking hated it for four years. But you know, uh, you know, I, I love it. I love the hands-on work. Dude, you're you're you're, my mind you're a man's up, man, you know? bro. You're you're a fighter. You yeah. can fucking unclog a toilet. You're everything that my wife wants yeah. you to be. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, do you ever see like a hot chick and you go there and just see just shit in their toilet and then you're like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, like these. She's like, won't you come here and clean these pots for me, big boy? You know, I go in there and put the pot down. You know what I mean? Have you ever really banged the chick that you uh, went on call? No, 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 not really, oh. not really. It's, it's, I've not really had any bad, bad jobs, man. Like it's, uh, I do a lot. I've been doing a lot of new construction and stuff like that here recently, so it's not as bad. So, what uh, belt are you, by the way? Like in jujitsu, what belt are you? Fuck, I'm a white belt, bro. I've never been, never put on a gi in my life. I consider myself a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, in what? Do really good against uh, I, in jiu-jitsu. I consider myself a black. Never been, never been belted, never been tested. Uh, I don't ever train gi ever. So, I mean, but how do you I feel do? Like but, I'm a no gi black belt. Okay, I feel. But how do you do when you when you roll with black belts, no gi? Great, phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. That's why, like, I've been to several gyms and. I'm not going to name me in the names or nothing like that. And their coaches are black belts and, and me go in there and run through them and, and submit them, you know, three or four times in a, in a five minute round. So my jiu-jitsu is my bread and butter. Uh, you know, I just don't ever use it a lot. I mean, I, I have used it. I think I have like 12 or 13, 14 wins by submission in my fights. But, you know, it, it's just like, I, it's always like rear naked chokes and, and, and stuff like that because people get tired of getting punched and, and give me their back and I take it. Yeah. No, according to Sherdog, you're 19 and 5, four TKOs, four TKOs, 10 submissions, five decisions, and you've never been yes. t- submitted or TKO'd in your five losses. That's I mean, I, yeah. I mean, to me, you're a promoter's wet dream, yeah. especially being a yeah. you know Southern Tennessee guy with the accent. I don't, you'd have to be on crack to not sign you. I don't know what the, what the miscommunication here is. Um, Dude, I, I don't know either, bro. Like I have no idea what's wrong with the UFC. Like everybody said that forever and ever and ever. And like I said, man, I think it's more just politics. Like me just not being from that big name gym, you know, I think that's mainly it.
I know. Have you ever tried to go to uh, an Alliance or uh, um, Jackson's or uh, AKA? Just have you ever trained with those guys? Yeah. So I went in my last fight a little bit and and trained some down in uh well it used to be the Black Zillions, uh, and then before that when I fought Marcus and uh, I fought somebody else before that too. I trained up there in Denver at uh, Team Muscle Farm back when like you know uh, Matt Brown and yeah. T.J. Dillashaw yeah. and uh, I stayed with Neil Magny and uh, Brandon Thatch and all those dudes. And how did you do when you uh, went up against those guys inspiring and stuff? You know, I thought I'd done really good, man. I, you know, like, and I was, I wasn't trying to be a dick, so I would really wish I could have tested myself a little bit more against those guys. You know, after you become comfortable with your sparring partners, you know, you often turn it up on each other and really, you know, really trying to go with each other. But I, I, I laid back a lot more than I probably should have in training. Uh, but I think I could have turned it up and, and competed right along with those guys. I was kind of, you know, I was being respectful, I guess, just trying not to get my ass kicked up there, I guess, more than anything. And how old are you now? I'll be fucking thirty in in end of this month. You're still, still very young, man. Still very young. Now, and yeah, you're... I mean, I, I feel it. You know, I feel young. And then, what's your background as far as wrestling or Muay Thai or boxing? Bro, I, I, I jumped into to UFC is what I is what I considered. I was one of these dudes that would sit and watch uh, BJ Penn and Uriah Faber, and uh, I started watching UFC probably about UFC sixty and what and, and ordered every pay per view until about uh, I don't know. UFC 120 or something like that and was just obsessed with it and was like, I think I could do this shit. And uh, brought this guy over that, that was a mutual friend of ours. He said, I, I got a fighter friend. And I was like, hell yeah, bring him over. And this is right when Brock Lesnar first got the belt, like 80, 89, 90, something like that. And I was like, bro, like, yeah, hell yeah, bring this heavyweight dude over. This little Humpty Dumpty looking like fuzzy guy. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, he started the story several times and like, you know, walks in, I'm like, damn, like, think this is the damn fighter. Like, if he's a fighter and he's breaking people's arms, I'm going to go out here and whip some people's asses. And <laughs> went to the gym that next Tuesday and, and been out there ever since. So you never had any kind of wrestling background or even athletic background? Nah. So no, how- just football. I, was a col- I played uh, one year of college football down at Carson Newman. Okay, uh, so you're a good athlete. And then got my, got my girl pregnant, and that was it. Okay, and then is it still your girl? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you met you 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 married the girl, and then how how uh how old's your baby? I've got a ten year old and a four year old. Nice. Okay, there you go. Yeah, dude. There you go. All right. So here we are. We're looking for we're we're out of retirement now. I heard that from Bubba Jenkins that Brave is paying really good money, like really good money. Is that there, true? There, I was getting paid more for ACB. I'll be honest with you. Uh, like I said, I was making really good money with ACB. I had to take a little bit of a pay cut when I left them. My next contract was really uh, – I was getting paid 12 and 12 my next fight with ACB, and I'm not making honestly nowhere near that with Brave. Uh, about – you know, I'm, I'm making – it's still good, but it's 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 not ACB. Uh, but, you know, but Brave is – I think Brave is a better promotion than ACB. And plus, I'm not having to fight all them damn Russians, so that's probably a good thing. You're fighting a guy from South Africa, right? Right. Yeah. He's six and two. Although one of his losses was by kicking kicking a guy in the head or something like when he was down yeah. so- soccer kick. Yeah. So it was really six and right. six and one. What do we know about this guy? Yeah. I watched one film on him. Uh, I think it was his last fight, and he wanted to wrestle that guy. I don't know if that guy he was fighting had good striking or if he just uh, you know if he just wanted to take him down or whatever. But it don't matter to me. I mean, my wrestling's my jiu-jitsu is my bread and butter. If he, I really want to stand and strike with him, so. I don't really care, honestly, where it goes. I'm going to be ready. And when is this fight and where can we watch it? 
Brave FC or no, it's Brave CF. It's Brave CF. I always say that shit wrong. Brave CF, and it's on December the eighth in Johannesburg, South Africa. It's at a really beautiful place down there. It'll be on Fight TV uh, for in the states. Um, now, and I don't really know what time yet. Probably like three o'clock Eastern time, maybe for me. And now the uh, gym you're training at now. Are there any pros there? Do what? Are there any pros at the at the gym you're training at now? No, nah, man. I, that's kind of another thing, man. I, I need training partners like basically everybody. One of my friends, Dustin Long, is really kind of the only pro, but he's a 205er. And then uh, everybody else, man, I just kind of, you know, I just do a bunch of cardio and and uh, just do as much as I can. I don't really have any other big name pro or even pros really at the gym anymore. Everybody's kind of kind of fell off and doing their own thing now. So it's, uh, uh. it's really been on me these last two years, bro, to do anything because I've just been like I said, training myself, honestly, for the most part. Well, you're five. Well, you've won five out of six training yourself, so maybe you're onto something. Now, yeah. uh, now I got Tyler Smith here. Tyler uh, is looking to have his third amateur fight. Uh, he's also my my co wrestling coach, and he's a brown belt. Any questions for the uh, the great Adam Townsend? Anything you want to say to him, Tyler? Honestly, like without having other pros there, what what's your your sparring like? Do you do hard sparring? Do you do just like timing what what's the what's the training day look like for you yeah i mean uh i do certain things certain days like i'll do like a day of jiu-jitsu i, I do jiu-jitsu monday wednesday fridays at 7 a.m and then uh, you know at nighttime i just do kind of mid work and mma like i'm just kind of mix it up every day you know i've got some guys in there that are amateurs that are decent for me to spar with but uh another guy named matt that's actually going with me to corner me and stuff like that he's a little bit older he's like 40 uh but he's a damn he's tough as he's tough as nails dude and I'll put some damn, like, really, some really hard punches together on him, and he just keeps coming. So, you know, I, we do spar pretty hard, honestly. I spar a little bit harder than I should. I'll probably walk around like Muhammad Ali one day, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, uh, any other questions, Tyler, for this this great man? Man, I don't know. I can't think. I mean, he's a, he's a, guy's a, he's a plumber. He's a, a congressman, or he wanted to be. He's a fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what, was the, what was the office? What were you, what were you running for? It was called the Register of Deeds office. It was kind of like getting your foot in the door in the political field office is kind of what that one is. You know, it's a, uh, it paid 80 grand a year, uh, was the main go. incentive for me to get that job, you know, <laughs> just shit ton of money going from making about 15,000 a year to making about 80 is crazy. Nah, I didn't make that little, but you know, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's been a crazy difference for me, you know, as far as all that goes. And, uh, but. You know, I was looking to be the mayor of this place one day, maybe, maybe mayor of Carter County, but I doubt I'll ever run for any of this bullshit again, really, because this is so stupid, bro. People are so fake and ignorant. It's crazy. Yeah, welcome to the real world. Yeah, welcome uh, to politics. Now, um, <laughs> right. now, I saw that you had a Muay Thai fight, but I didn't see how it went. I, I just saw, I, went, I looked online, it said you were, you were training for a Muay Thai. How did that go? Uh, I knocked him out in the first round. They They ended it pretty quickly. I hit him with a, a fly knee and then uh, a couple of, or, a flying knee, then a spinning back kick, and then a couple of elbows to the face, and he was on Queer Street, and they, they uh, you know, they, they, they stopped the fight pretty quickly. No, no, who was this guy, and and how did this happen? No, I mean, like, so my buddy does shows or whatever, and it's been so long since I've even fought in the United States, much less in my hometown, and like, I was selling you know two, three hundred tickets to local events. Uh, and, you know, I just had some off time and wanted to stay active. And he's like, you know, you need some help selling some tickets and stuff like that. I was like, dude, I'll do a, you know, I'll do something. Plus, you know, I'm 2-0 as a pro boxer as well. Uh, that's something I'm still looking to to really do more of is, is professional boxing. Um, 
so he asked me to fight, and I was like, shit, yeah, man, let's let's get me one together. And they, you know, they found somebody to fight me, and uh, I don't think the kid knew who I was. <laughs> Uh, so like they brought this kid to fight me and, you know, he, I don't, I don't even know his record or what he was or anything else. And I was like, uh, and I'll be honest, you know, it's kind of like a win for me type of thing. I mean, I knew I was going to beat him. It wasn't like it was going to be like a knockdown drag out, like professional Muay Thai fight. It was just kind of me to go out there and, and shine. And, uh, this kid, you know, he finally, I guess, kind of looked me up and kind of realized who I was that day, dude. He was like one of these guys that was like, was always around me, like, you know, trying to being really nice to me and stuff, I guess, so I wouldn't whoop his ass, you know, real oh, bad or whatever. Oh, wow. It was, it was pretty funny. So he that's, knew he, knew yeah, he was that's walking crazy, into a nightmare. Man. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, well, listen, okay, if anybody wants a sponsor, Adam Townsend, any of our listeners want a sponsor, Adam Townsend for his next fight in Brave, uh, how do they get in contact with you? Yeah, man, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any of that stuff, at Adam Townsend MMA, it's super simple to find me, and, uh, I appreciate it. anything at all is always, you know, always helps. I've got a ton of cool ass local sponsors that have been with me really since day one. Most of them I have, and I, I appreciate all them. And, you know, I take care of people. I, I do, you know, anything that people ever do, like I, and I understand it, you know, being a businessman, I understand that people's got to have a return in their investment unless they just want to throw money at somebody, you know what I mean? So, like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Somebody's like, oh, how many mattresses do you think I, you could sell? I was like, man, I might be able to sell one or two mattresses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to be sitting here and say, I'm going to sell 400 mattresses for you if it was, you know, that type of sponsor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be real with people. But you're the main event. You're the main event of this main fight. Event. And this is for the title. So, no, it's just, it's just the main event. Uh, they want me to go back to 55, you know. I bounced around at 70, you know, just because I've been lazy and not really want to fucking die and stuff. But, you know, I've bounced around from Amen. 55 to 70, fought a bunch of my early pro fights at 45. Um, and uh, they're wanting me to go to 55 and fight for the title. I don't know if I'm going to or if I'll stay at 70. Uh, it's just kind of one of those things where I have to play it by ear and see what happens, you know. I might I might try to, you know, be a champ champ over there, maybe go to 70 and then back down to 55 after I get that belt. I don't know. You never know. Well, that's awesome. Well, listen, Adam, thanks for coming on the show. Best of luck to you, man. I honestly think that your best days are coming ahead. Don't give this up because you're a very, very talented fighter, and it's only a matter of time before somebody figures it out. I work for the PFL. Um, if you want me to throw, their name in, uh, throw your name in there, I could, I could try to talk to Ray or one of these guys because I know yeah. they have a million-dollar tournament next year starting in January, Yeah. and I think that uh, it might be a good thing for you to be, be involved in. Yeah, you know, I talked to – Ray called me like a year ago or, or so, maybe longer ago, I guess a year and a half ago, and was like, hey, bro, I got this tournament coming up. Uh, you know, and you know how promotions are, bro. You don't ever know what these promoters are really talking about, how much money they got and all this shit. So, you know, Ray was through – I think I was making like he, – he said like five and five or something like that. Uh, and I was like, dude, I'm getting paid eight and eight already with ACB. Like, I, I don't want to – you know, give that up. And and he's like, also, you know, it was like six months away too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was kind of just like, I never really went on. And, and, and then like now I got offered twice to fight people on short notice. I got fought to uh, offered to fight Yuri Villafort again. I got fought, offered to fight Rick Story. And, and they was paying like 10 and 10 or 15 and 15 or something like that, I think for the Rick Story fight. So, you know, they're paying good now. Uh, you know, it definitely be something I want to be a part of, but it's just, uh, you know, well, getting the timing and getting everything right, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, next year's a whole new tournament, so, uh, you know. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Uh, sure. Well, thanks for being on the show, man, and uh, keep up the great work. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I really do. Thank you. Always. Take care. Hey, man, good luck. Bye. I like that guy.
Yeah, super cool. Yeah, super cool. It's crazy. I'd right? hang out with that guy for oh sure. Oh my god, how funny is that guy? Fucking fighter, Have plumber, do some plumbing politician, too. like just just a overall badass. And you look at his. I mean, he could easily be twenty four and one. Yeah. Based on, I'd have to go watch his fights. Right. He said, or even twenty four and zero. Oh, he said one of them should have been a draw. I mean, it fights every fight he lost was a split decision. So yeah, that's wild. And never been TKO'd. Never, but yeah. It's crazy. And beat, Never I mean, Yuri Belfort, the guys he beat are good guys. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's fighting, you know, you, sometimes we see these guys that are, you know, they're, they're 10 and 0, but you look at their record and they beat a bunch of guys that were 2 and 17 or right. 1 and 18 or, yeah, it happens, sometimes it happens with the females especially. I hate to say it. Yeah. But, um, but it's harder sometimes with, but, but well, now. yeah, I mean, there's just less, you know, there's, yeah. there's less talent there. Just. But he's fighting good guys and, and winning and, uh, and it seems like he, Represents a good, not just winning, like like beating the shit out of people. Yeah. So it's fucking crazy. Let's wait. Let's, let's, let's get this, this guy. Is, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's get, get this guy a shot. Guy. Only, I, I thought he was older. I mean, thirty years old. He's still in his prime. I thought I thought he was gonna say thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Yeah, I probably, but thirty years old. I'm I mean, thirty-two. No reason for him to be retiring at thirty. I mean, you're just kind of hitting your peak. Listen up, people. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everybody, not just the wealthy, okay? It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive. It's a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. I'm telling you guys, check it out. It's, uh, they got no commission fees. Other brokers just charge up to $10 for every trade. But Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You get to keep your profits. Their design is easy to use. It's easy to understand charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. One, two, three, four, boom. You learn by doing. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. So, people, listen up. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at MMARoasted.com. Dot Robinhood.com. That's MMARoasted.Robinhood.com. Check them out right now. They're awesome. What's up, people? I got to talk to you guys. Listen, 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. The thing is, once you start, your notice your hair loss, it's too late. Boom. Dunzo. Okay? It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? I know mine is, okay? Any bald spots yet? How would you feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there? It'd be great, right? You're like, wow, my hair is still there. Boom. And I ask you, do you want a bald spot to just pop up or do you want to do something about it first? I can answer that question. Do something about it first. And do you want a hairline to recede? Or do you want to do something about it first? Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing? They can turn to medicine and science well, check it out. Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. And Hims connects you to well uh, to real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Why you go to a gas station for hair stuff anyway? Go there for gas, all right? And there's no waiting room. No awkward in-person doctor visits where you guys are like, oh, doctor, what do you think? Yada, yada. You can save hours by going to 4 It is so easy. Answer a few questions. A doctor will review and prescribe you. Products are shipped directly to your door. You don't even leave the house or your apartment, wherever you live. 
Order now. My listeners get a trial month of him for just $5 today while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash roasted. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash roasted. Forhims.com slash roasted. Hello? Is this Dakota Cochran? Yes, it is. Is it Cochran or Cotrain? I, I, I never know what it is. No. What? Cochran. Co- Cochran. There we go. Dakota, how are you, man? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me and Tyler Smith. First of all, I want to say congratulations on your win over former UFC champion Johnny Hendricks. Not only a win, you, you knocked him out in bare-knuckle boxing. That was crazy. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. How did that even happen? Like, how, like you took that fight on, like, four-minute notice? Like, on 30 pounds up? How did that happen? Um... Well, I was on the card to fight Marcel Alafaya or something like that. Okay. And um, it was like like a night or two before, I think it was a night before weigh-ins, they said Hendrick's uh, opponent Ward was out. He was kind of wishy- wishy-washy or something like that. So I said, kind of thought about it. And then I, I told my manager to hit him up and say, hey, uh, I'll, I'll fight, I'll fight Hendrick. Now, all right, I got a couple questions about this whole thing. First of all, I, I heard that Brennan Ward, uh, Keith, uh, the, uh, the knockout kid, Keith um, Berry, and then uh, the, the football player, um, you know what I'm talking about, that, that they, they dropped out because they, they, they wanted to renegotiate everyone's contracts during the fights uh, and then, or before the fights, and people were like, you know what, no, that's ridiculous, and they, they weren't paying what they were paying. What is your experience with this whole thing? What's the truth? Yeah, I was I was super uh, super nervous about the whole show too because you know people talking and I was worried shit. Um, but it was kind of nice. I talked to boss Bruden whenever I got there, and he kind of explained the whole story to me. So basically, the Paul Tyler, the previous matchmaker, promised promised a shitload of money, wrote up contracts for a lot of money. And then when Boss Root became the president, uh, he noticed like how much they were getting contracts, and he's like, "If, you, if I'm going to be president, we got to renegotiate these contracts. It's, it's uh, too too high money, too ridiculous of money." So it was pretty. Boss said it was pretty much his fault that that shit happened, but they they wouldn't have been able to do any more shows if they would have had those contracts at the high high of money or something like that. Okay, that makes sense. So, Boz kind of did say that, hey, this is on me, but it, it, I'm, 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 I'm going yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm to save the league. Yeah, it was my fault. Okay, that's, um, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. You never actually hear that. Yeah. So, somebody say, hey, yeah, this, is, this is my fault. Okay, so then, now, your contract was the same? Did it get, did it get renegotiated, or, or your contract was the same? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? So now, as far as your contract, was it the same as it was before, or did your contract get renegotiated too? Yeah, my my contract was the same. Um, of course, I'm not, 
I wasn't making uh, as much money as those, those big guys, so it wasn't as big of a deal for my contract. Now, because um, I had heard that they were offering guys like $250,000 to fight and two fifty to win. Was that kind of along the lines of what these guys were being paid before or offered? Okay, so that makes sense, and that that now all this kind of makes sense, and I, I can see it now. Now when you now you're fighting Johnny Hendricks, um, you obviously know how hard that guy hits with gloves on. I mean, he's not guys out just cold. Are you are you nervous about that? Are you kind of yeah? I mean, what do you? I mean, going into that fight, what are you thinking about fighting Johnny Hendricks? Now, now, did he ever connect you cold? I, I mean, did he ever hurt you or rock you at all in that fight? Now, now, normally you fight at 155. That, that This fight was at, what, 190? No, normally I fight at 170. I used, I used to be 155, like, two years ago. Okay, but, I mean, now, when you see Johnny Hendricks, it looks like he didn't really train for this fight. I mean, you see kind of his, be, his big belly. Uh, did that kind of give you any kind of confidence going, okay, maybe this guy took me lightly or took Brennan Ward lightly? <laughs> now, how did you train for bare knuckle boxing? Did you take out your gloves and like hit a hit a brick? I mean, how do you train for that? Um, well, honestly, I I never wrap my hands like whenever we do boxing, kickboxing, anything like hitting the hitting the the, the heavy bag. I never wear wraps underneath my gloves, so that's kind of helped me, I guess, over the over the years. But yeah, then um, I got a, a bag that. Wow, that 
I mean, they're just, I mean, such, you're such a badass, dude. I, I, I give you a, a shitload of credit, man, because I, I would never fight Johnny Hendricks if I had a suit of armor on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to fight this guy on one day notice with no gloves, I mean, you're kind of insane, dude, but in a good way. I mean, you, now you're the, you made history, but it's crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, I was, I was thankful for the opportunity. Like I said, I, I've always believed I can, I can beat anybody just my way. So every, everybody's human. Everybody can get beat at some point. Mm-hmm. Now your career has been such a fucking up and down. You're, thir- you're 31 wins and 12 losses. Uh, some of the guys that you've beaten in your career, guys like Joe Stevenson, uh, you, a rear naked choke, Jamie Varner, um, I mean, you've beaten some Marcus uh, Lavosor. You've beaten some really, really good guys. And then there were guys that you lost where I'm like, uh, not that these are bad. You beat Efren Escudero. I mean, you've beaten some of the guy who won the Ultimate Fighter, a former UFC champion. Jamie Varner is, is an amazing fighter. And then you lose to some guys that I'm like, how did he lose to that guy? I mean, what's, what's going on? Talk to me. Yeah, I mean you have I mean you have wins like you have wins over Joe and like I love Ryan Couture. Ryan Couture is a great fighter. But like I don't think people are going to say you know Ryan Couture is a better fighter than Jamie Varner or uh, Joe Stevenson. But you lose to Ryan Couture but beat Jamie Varner. It's just was, was that because of a, a a and I love Ryan Ryan Couture is an amazing fighter, a great fighter. But you understand what what, what I'm what I'm saying, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I literally, I literally passed out, um, and you know, and I convinced them not to cancel the fight, and I ended up fighting. And that one, I mean, I did get caught in a submission, so yeah, that wasn't my wake up, but you know, I, I obviously didn't feel the greatest. No, I know, and no, look, Ryan's a tough guy. I, I, all you know, Ryan beat my friend Connor Hune. Stop Connor Hune, who's yeah. a, a, another gr- great fighter. I, I love Ryan. I'm just saying that, like. It's just crazy. Like you have a win over, you have two wins over Jake Lindsay, the librarian, uh, and then he and he has a win over Zach Freeman, who has a win over Aaron Pico. Uh, I mean, you have. It's just like it's funny that if you do MMA math, like you beat some of the best fighters ever. Dude, you know MMA math doesn't. So, work, it doesn't though. always work, but it's uh, <laughs> it, it's pretty cool though. I mean, you 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 have some really impressive wins. Yeah, 
No problem. So what's next? Are we, are we staying with bare knuckle boxing? Are we going back to MMA? What's next for Dakota Cochran? Right. Now, what happened with Baroni and Lieben? Because I, I haven't talked to Baroni. I don't know where he is. He's MIA. But what, what, what happened? It looked like something was off. What, now you, were you backstage? Did he get hurt backstage or something? What happened? Yeah, it seemed like something was off, uh, but I'm good for Chris Lieben. Chris Lieben won. Um, uh, you won. Uh, my man um, uh, Isaac Valley Flag won. I think a lot of guys seem to be going over to bare knuckle boxing now. Um, people seem to be. Do you think it's the next big thing? I mean, yeah. Now, what did now what did Johnny Hendricks say to you before the fight and after the fight? Uh, I honestly didn't see Hendricks after the fight. Uh, he was like he either went to the hospital or went to his room or something. He, I never seen him after it before. Uh, he said he's like, "You ready to do this?" So I said, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> that was pretty much it, man. I didn't really have a whole lot of conversation with him. Okay, so there, there was no, like, bad blood or anything? No, no. Uh, I think we, we even talked a little bit of hunting uh, before, before we did our weigh-in. So, no, no bad blood. Oh, good. And then what, now, your, now your, your wife, she supported this? Yeah, she was pretty damn nervous. You have a very hot wife, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. And then how many... No, you did. Yeah, you know, you did good with that. And how? And how many? Uh, how many? How many kids you got? Well, I have three kids. Three kids. Oh, nice. There you go. So you have a wife. You have three kids. You're a bare knuckle boxer. And then what else? And then don't you have like a day job as well? Yeah, I have a, um, a deck and patio business that I, I help run. I'm co-owner of that. So nice. So and then you still live in Omaha, Nebraska. Ah, all right. So there you are. Lucky, you're a nice guy. You got a business. You got a hot wife. You got kids, and now you're the bare knuckle boxing champion with a win over the former UFC champion Johnny Hendricks in two rounds. Look at you, Dakota. You're on top of the fucking world, man. It, it, it took you. It, it took you long enough, but you got there. Well, you are, man. Look at you. you you're doing good. 
You're doing good, man. Keep up the keep, keep up the good work. Uh, now, did they give you a belt? You have a bare knuckle boxing belt? No, no. Uh, I was told like whenever they made the switch, they decided not to do uh, belts, uh. championships, matches for uh, for this since this is the first show. Now, w now, w were there odds for this? Were there were there betting odds for this? Now, has anybody called you out for the next fight? No, uh, I don't believe so, but I think they were maybe talking about me fighting Ward. Who's Ward? Brennan Ward. Oh, you versus Brennan Ward. Oh, yeah, you versus Brennan Ward. Okay, that's good. That, that guy hits fucking hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good luck, good luck. That's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, move your head in that fight. Move your head. Well, listen, uh, Dakota Cochran, you're, you're, you're a legend, man. Good job, okay? Uh, keep up the good work, and thanks for being on the podcast, my friend. No, oh, I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Anytime, man. Take care. You too. All right. That was Dakota Cochran, fresh off a win over Johnny Hendricks. Damn. It sounds so intense. Would you Just do that? that Barrett? I don't know, man. I don't Fuck, think so. You need, you I don't, don't think yeah, so. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Just because a cut, like... It's so easy to get cut. Yeah. You know, even pull, if you're punching 50% and you catch a knuckle right under the eye, like, you might as well be getting elbowed. Yeah, fuck that. Know? Fuck that, dude. Bear, I mean, <laughs> I, although I honestly think we should start bare knuckle MMA and just go, just go to Wyoming and just say, listen. It would be interesting. To, I mean, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time, you know, like. No gloves. No gloves on a basketball court, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. But. It really would. I mean, because because you can't Why punch as hard. Court? Why can't you just be a regular? So you can run around. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not enclosed. But oh. I don't agree with that. But yeah, yeah, um, fuck that. You would just run. Yeah, I I feel like it would be. Can you just run till the guy gets tired and then, then beat him up? Like it's yeah, exactly. You just keep running around. That's the cardio. <laughs> it's almost like um, you could make the argument that it's safer because you can't punch as hard, so there would be less like concussion stuff but i mean as we can see dakota cochran just knocked out johnny Hendricks, so you still get knocked out but i i feel like he didn't knock him out i feel no, like he you knocked can't, him down you can't yeah, yeah he he him. Out, i guess yeah um but you can't throw you know like punching somebody in the head with little gloves you can feel it you can feel the difference yeah, yeah. between little gloves and boxing gloves you take you take those gloves off and it's like you're getting broken hands for sure. Oh yeah, well, what's the name? Tried sure. it, tried it, and uh, broke his hands real quick. Yeah, or not quick. Uh, crazy guy. Uh, you know, black guy that. Um, crazy horse. Oh yeah, Bennett. yeah, 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 Bennett. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I feel like that's where we're going, though. We're leaning, we're going back there. Um, we could. Let's just you know bring back the bring back the Coliseum and have people fight with swords and shields. You know why not? It's crazy. Right? It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy, but uh, you got Dakota. I like that guy. You know, I give that guy a lot of credit. You know, um, so uh, good. Yeah, I like when fighters are 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 honest about who they are and down to earth. Like, look, if I take a fight, it's because I believe I can win. I believe that I can. Not that I'm I'm going to. I'm not going to go out and knock this guy out. But look, I can win this fight just like anybody else. Can and once again, I, I wasn't putting down Ryan Couture. Mm -hmm. uh, so don't tag. Oh no, he's a great fighter. Yeah, he's a great. Fighter. I wouldn't fight Ryan Couture. He's a great, great fighter. I'm just saying that, like, like Joe Stevenson. You know, he's got a win yeah. over Joe Stevenson. Yeah, and Joe Stevenson uh, by rear naked, which of all things, which might be like, I mean, Joe Stevenson might go down as one of the top. You think 
20 fighters of all time. I mean, maybe you could put him in there in, in his in the prime. Argument. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. Uh, which is crazy. Jamie Varner was a, was a fucking was a yeah, WEC champ, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, these are guys that are that are good guys that he's he's taken out. So yeah, exactly. Um, so listen, what do you got coming up, Tyler? Um, well, I just got a text from my coach. Actually, I might I might have a fight on January fifth. Yes. Um, so where? That would be. Let's see. It would be um, Sparstar. If anybody knows about Sparstar, good local amateur promotion out here, in Southern California. And if yeah. I want to sponsor you, how do I do it? Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at Smithero BJJ S M I T H E R O B J J. Um, Twitter is Smithero thirty nine, and uh, my gym in Venice called Braxton's Combat Sports. Uh, you can look them up on Instagram, Braxton's LA, um, and Revolution Martial Arts in Culver City. If you want to come train some good old. I'm Fashion gi jujitsu. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, listen, people. Um, I this will be up probably Monday, uh, and then so coming up, I will be at the um, South Point Casino November 30th uh, in Las Vegas, and then New Year's week. Uh, that New Year's Eve, that whole week, I will be at the Stratosphere in Las Vegas. Hit me up to get on my guest list, and if you shop on Amazon, go to AdamHunter.com first. Click on the Amazon banner and then order whatever you want. Thank you, Dakota Cochran. Uh, thank you, Adam Townsend. Always thanks to Tyler Smith. Uh, take care and have a great upcoming week.